Before we start the show, we'd like to let you know that our Patreon page and the bonus patron-only episodes are uh, up every Monday. Main show episode is up on Thursday. We've got we've got a new schedule for you. Monday's Patreon-only. Just a return only. to the old school. Yeah. yeah. We're yeah. back. Uh, but you can access the extra weekly content uh, for less than the price of a cup of coffee per month. Probably less than the price of a lot of things. Yeah, a lot of things. N- coffee shouldn't be that. It shouldn't be like coffee. Uh, but that's our benchmark. Mm-hmm. Head over nice. to patreon.com slash three in the pink. Three the word. Illiterate. Fuck. T H R E E. To watch our campaign launch video and choose a reward tier that suits you. You'll find one, trust. Episode 26. What? Um, we are here. Here we are. We're talking about uh, anti Semitism, I think, a bit. We're going to talk a little bit. Just do a little coverage mm. on the latest media brouhaha about, uh, about anti Semitism. I mean, at what party. point is it going to? Become less of a brouhaha, more of a brouhaha. <laughs> <laughs> when Labour get elected. Yeah. <laughs> um, which they won't. <laughs> Here, I don't know. Um, and then we're going to talk a little bit about... A little, probably a little bit of just the media coverage, the, the fascist... Uh, just a smidge. A smidge of the fascist uh, attack on the that bookshop in London. Yeah. Um... And then we're going to talk... And then we're going to get into... Yeah, we're going to do a smattering of blah, blah, news, news, blah, blah, media, blah, blah. But (laughs) then we're going to talk about Nanette. Mm. I mean... I mean, before before you... Before I heard about it, uh, before I knew what it was, and you mentioned it to me first, I just thought that was her name. I still call her Nanette. <laughs> and I call comedy doing a, doing Nanette, like her stand-up set is a Nanette. A Nanette, uh, yeah. She's Nanette. Um, I like it because it's a very annoying word. Yeah. And it suits her. Yeah. Um, it's going to be a little controversial, I think. Mm. And I don't want to be. Like, I don't get off... I don't like... I don't, I don't think like what we're, we're with yeah, people. but I don't think what I just think as we're going against the consensus, I don't really actually believe that what we're going to say is very controversial. It isn't controversial at all. It's no. as uncontroversial as what she's saying. Yeah. Um, so we're going to talk about her stand-up special and uh, the coverage of it and what it might say about the culture. I've been talking about it as anyone who knows me will know, kind of non-stop. For, <laughs> I just thought I might just pour all of this vitriol or passion uh, into uh, the show and then just carry on with my fucking life because I've got a job to do. Yeah. And it's not this. This isn't a job. No. Um, 
first things first, I'll eat your brain. First things first, we're going to do the anti-sanitizer. Um, you can do some talking now. I'm going to drink some water. Well, recently, again, there have been some more accusations of anti-Semitism. <sighs> Jeremy! Jezza! For fuck's sake! Your name's JC. Okay, maybe the Jews killed you. <laughs> <laughs> but still. Yeah, but still. You're still voting um, They're going to do it properly this time. Um, <laughs> so, once, we incidents. once again... Um, more discussions of anti-Semitism in the Labour Party have come to light. Or on the left. Yeah. 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 Um, people have been... People on the left have got all sorts of different opinions on how he's responded to it. Some people say that it's unsatisfactory. Mm-hmm. Some don't. Um... <laughs> I think it's kind of, and what, well, and I think you do as well. It's sort of another smokescreen, mm-hmm. um, and it's a tactic to drive old JC to what? To drive him out. Yeah, drive him. Yes, yeah, cycle him home. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's like so. It's so consciously on their part, difficult to talk about this because you obviously aren't pro-anti-Semitism. <laughs> but you are, but I'm not. <laughs> I mean, I think it's all right, but, like, I think generally you're supposed to say it's bad. <laughs> like, obviously, anti-Semitism isn't good, but as per usual, it's more interesting... Not more interesting, but it's especially interesting to look at how it's being reported, what it's been saying, the general media climate. Mm. Like, I always think it's worth being suspicious of media outlets that are otherwise incredibly prejudicial and racist Mm -hmm. when they suddenly start attacking somebody for being... um, having some kind of injustice mindset or something. Bigoted. Yeah, if you look at the people jumping down Corbyn's neck, throat... throat. Uh-huh. about this it's just it's so transparent but it's we we have like an, the like general discourse political discourse has swung so far to the right that i mean in over the course of his him being labor leader corbyn's been like a terrorist uh, an anti-semite a racist mm. uh and uh, a treasonous anti-monarchist mm. a a communist mm-hmm. Um, uh, uh, like a, like a pa- like an anti-English pacifist mm-hmm, who's going to mm-hmm. blow the country up, uh, like a pussy old who's too scared of using nuclear weapons. He's been kind of every media smear under the fucking sun, mm-hmm. except for mis- no, he's been accused of misogyny yes, and stuff yes, too, yeah. from when he appointed his cabinet way back when. Um, he's been accused of disrupting the Labour Party of being an egomaniac. This all from a fucking like kind old man. Yeah. Who I think it is more important to look at the way that Corbyn is treated in the Labour Party. That isn't to say that the left has not got any work to do with anti-Semitism. That yeah. I think as we talked we've talked about this in the show before and we talked then about the tropes on the the the, the anti-Semitism is a thing on the left in some senses because anti-capitalists can sometimes link and capital with the Jews, the mm-hmm. bankers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and he, obviously Israel, Palestine plays a big big yeah. role in it. The way the way that we speak about Israel and, and Zionism mm. plays a big part into accusations of 
anti-Semitism mm. go hand in hand. Yeah, there was the yeah. thing that they, the Labour came under fire for because the IHRA, the International Holocaust Remembrance Alliance, release has that definition of anti-Semitism mm. and the Labour Party's new rules kind of amended them. Well, they, they kept most mm. of them part, apart from, like, half of one and they had, like, four that were slightly amended but out of 11 it was, like... Uh, they changed a few in order to fit with their kind of, like, legal loopholes mm. or whatever. And in order to be a little more, like, pro-Palestine, basically. So saying that you... It's not racist to say that to be... To to call Israel a racist state isn't anti-Semitic. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Anti-Semitic. Yeah, and referring um, to Zionism as... Or understanding Zionism as or Israel as as like a, a coloniser yeah, and yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. an occupier of yeah, the state. Certainly not yeah. the only coloniser in the world, but yeah. a co- colonial mm. superpower mm. and mm. like a murderous ethno state. Yeah. Um, it is it's dodgy to talk about. I can't believe it's so insidious the way that it's like this easy to oh, I'm not timing this. To to complicate the or to correlate the anti anti Israel with the anti Semitism, mm-hmm. it's so insidious. It's such a hard conversation to mm-hmm. have. Um, I don't know. And then there's this. Then there's the like Islamophobe just reading that thing and going. Corbin Ally boasts about going clubbing with Jeremy and taking young girls on nights out while I'm clicking on that. <laughs> Corbin Ally, who sparked fury with anti Semitic rant, boasts about going clubbing with Jeremy, twerking <laughs> with. Jeremy. <laughs> Working with young women and how he doesn't need to work because he made fifty thousand pounds on. I think uh, I need Whoa, to point out that twerk, the word twerk because it's the Daily Mail. The word twerking is in all caps. Nice twerking. <laughs> this is the subject of another <laughs> one of the controversies, which is this Pete Wilsman momentum guy who, mm. like, it was leaked with him being like saying that there was like no anti-Semitism in the Labour Party, who's now apparently been twerking. <laughs> Uh, said to have bragged his way out of the Labour Party. Bragged he took two young girls who met by chance to exclusive China White Club in London's West End. The Marxist campaigner also boasted he did not need to work, blah, blah, blah. I love how the Daily Mail does this, or newspapers of this ilk, they'll always start a paragraph by, and they'll introduce, well, they're not introduced, they talk about the same person, but they'll put a label on it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Marxist campaigner. Or or like curly head oddball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Or or when it was Ian Watkins, the pedo from uh, Lost Prophets, it was uh, Fern Cotton's ex. Yeah, 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 yeah. They'll have to practice it with that. (laughs) They told the Labour leader that. He told Labour insiders it enabled him to indulge his love of twerking at nightclubs with young women. (laughs) What a baller. (laughs) Mr. Walsman is said to refer to the Fiori restaurant as his office. He spends hours in there on on his two hobbies, plotting on behalf of Jeremy and chatting up young girls. He says they're impressed when he tells them he is big mates with Jeremy. Big mates. Big mates. Big mates, oh mate, I am big mates. Him big mates. He claims he used to have a great time going clubbing in the old days. Oh, in the old days. Oh, whatever. Twerking. <laughs> old white guys didn't twerk in the seventies, did they? <laughs> he had a three-yard rule about how close he could safely get to women while chatting them up. Yeah, but did Corbin twerk? I want to know the real shit. He's not a sex pest. <laughs> One source said he's not a sex pest, but you cannot get away with the kind of chauvinist comments he makes in the post-Harvey Weinstein age. 
picture of Corbin looking raging. Stiff as, a, stiff as an arrow. Though. Looking Anyone. raging. Oh my god. All right, this is stupid. Okay, also, yeah. yeah. But it's really funny. <laughs> uh, we'll link that, maybe. <laughs> I mean, what do you what can we say, eh? What can we say? I mean, I think say? that it's um very obvious that there's not this level of scrutiny that's been put on um any anyone in the Conservative Party who have been brazenly Islamophobic or, or probably anti-Semitic. Yeah. Probably. There is loads of anti-Semitic. Boris Johnson today said that, oh, I don't know if it was today or yesterday, but he said that women who wear burqas look like letterboxes. <laughs> which, well, which are red. Which are red. <laughs> A much bigger hole in the eyes as well. Yeah. Much bigger, much bigger gap. Yeah, because you, you've got like a certain level of packet size. I mean, it's just so preposterous that these, like, these media outlets and all these people clamouring and dogpiling on on Jeremy Corbyn and the Labour Party, although they do have a point, they are clearly not the people concerned with eradicating yeah, injustice absolutely. in British society. It's the same they are the yeah, Islamophobic, yeah. anti-immigrant, the, right-wing it's press like, It's ever. like how outrageous it was. Do you remember... After, you know, there was that massive um, um, news story about the refugee child that was washed up on the, the drowned on the, yeah. the beach. And there was a huge uproar about that. And I think, like, the Sun and the Daily Mail, they all, like, published the picture and talked about how... how Disgraceful it yeah. was, as, yeah. if, as if you weren't just like days earlier describing refugees, uh, migrants in boats as cockroaches. Yeah, a swarm. Like it's that fucking like hypocritical. Mm. It's like, like these people yeah. don't care about changing yeah. the world for the better. They care about like scandals and mm. ensuring that any chance of socialism in England doesn't work. I mean, like the English press is one of the worst mm. in the Western world, and mm. for for bias and for mm. what is it like? Is it four or six millionaires that run eighty yeah. percent of them, yeah. something like that? Yeah, uh, I don't remember stats. Fuck off. Can look it up if you want to. Yeah, Google it. I don't care. Um, <laughs> don't ask for my emotional labour. <laughs> All right, PayPal me. In it, be a patron if you want better facts. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like, you've got an incredibly right wing, incredibly powerful media choosing what to report and what not to report, mm. increasingly focusing on legitimising fascists, giving a platform to mm. alt right guys, giving Farage and UKIP much more of a, a platform mm. than. So if you think about like this is like the um, the attack that happened on the bookshop in London was mm-hmm. it yesterday or the mm-hmm. day before mm-hmm. um, the neo-fascist group mm-hmm. uh, smashing up bookshop no one was hurt but you've got these outbursts Sh- of racist Trump's fa- name yeah you've got these outbursts of fascist violence all over the country and can you whenever there is whether it's the way Piers Morgan treats people on his shows whether it's Tommy Robinson or his sympathisers or P, or Nigel Farage one of his sympathisers Ellie from Love Island yeah <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, like if you think about but, the way that not Geordie Ellie uh, I have to clarify yeah even um, Jack's ex Ellie yes yes after Jack and Danny yeah um Though if you think about the way that even people as supposedly impartial as the BBC treat the like reasonable way that they treat these far right people versus another, the way that they treat socialists. Isn't there another funny way that people uh, interpret the acronym of the BBC to mean like something that is like 
pretty pretty bias something like that it's like have you not seen that it's some 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 people refer to it as something else like in reference to how biased it is and not impartially i can't remember i need to look it up but it's like you can look it up yes yeah yeah. but it's like british biased company or something something like that yeah 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 yeah. (laughs) i mean but it's biased not a lot it's biased it's biased But it's like one of those. It's like the the like the anybody who's remotely left wing gets grilled to shit on every single yeah. new show. Mm. They're outnumbered. There's like there's all these studies about and for all the panel shows that the BBC has, all the new shows only like the thing is like between like twenty and thirty percent, maybe less, are from the left, mm. and then everybody else is centre right or right wing, mm-hmm. and the and the level of scrutiny that anybody who like deigns dares talk about socialism or anything left wing, is d- completely dogpiled on and screamed at and like yeah. delegitimised and like challenged and everything. What about Mao? Are you saying he was right? <laughs> you know, like when the whole like a mutually communist thing happened and there was all yeah, these like communists. <laughs> Bless you. <laughs> Thank you. There was all these like on like this week um news night and all these shows there was like discussions of communism and it was all it was the same arguments of like well what about chairman Matt and what about Stalin mm. and what about all the deaths and no You're saying it's one of those funny things no that people people bring out like aha I mean, here is I've I've got you. Yeah, I mean you have like we have like these desperate, considered, thoughtful attempts to mm-hmm. to understand the rise of the right and the grievances that the these new right wing people have, but no attempt to accept that maybe people are sick of like rampant neoliberalism and they mm-hmm. want they want the NHS back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They want you the call yourself a communist, and yet you buy things with money. <laughs> You call yourself a communist and let you sell. They ask, what are you selling those t-shirts for? (laughs) (laughs) It's like the t-shirts are to like fund the website anyway. They're not like to pay for rent. You say you're a communist and yet you don't live in the woods. (laughs) And yet you breathe air created by trees planted with money. (laughs) So stupid. Um, So, you know. You know, well, you know. Do you know? And but 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 I just find the hypocrisy of like the media's treatment of the far mm. right versus the treatment mm. of the vaguely left wing is like honestly disgusting, and mm. they have kind of like a huge. Uh, they should. They have like, they are culpable for some of this yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, no, no, absolutely. And, like that is, that's where this shit all comes from. Mm. Um, I, I think it is important to analyze anti-Semitism on the left. A lot of it, it's like, it's, it's a different to other forms of racism, but it's also important to remember that the media environment is like deeply hostile to anyone marginalised mm. and it is looking to delegitimise this Labour government, this Labour leader who like still can't fucking run his own party without there being, you know, smears. What about like the hostile environment policy yeah, and the, yeah, what yeah. that the what material reality that is created created for immigrants across the UK mm. and all the deportations and the and Yarl's Wood and all the mm, detention mm, centres mm, and the mm, sexual mm. abuse that goes on in them. Mm. What about the like material circumstances of racism that this government deliberately pushes every mm. single day with all of its policies and the fact that they are completely unquestioned by the the majority of the mainstream media? And why not look at what happens when you criticize the like 
dominant political discourse and how like how intense the vitriol is towards them and the thing with the anti-semitism row is that anti-semitism is a real problem Mm. and so labor can't just call it another smear because Mm. it is sort of a problem but it is important to contextualize it and it's very important not to neglect palestine in your attempts to prove how not uh not anti-semitic you are you know Mm. um but yeah so i think i just think Stay woke. Yeah. You know? And let, let my mans live. Let my mans do his job. In it. Let, let my mans live. In it. And um, I don't even know how to go down with it, how to, what to do about the Nazis, so we'll just talk about Nanette instead. She's worse. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's enough of that. I don't... Yeah, I, mean, I don't the, know if there's the, much more to say. There isn't that much to say about it. It's like worth... It's just been all over my feeds and stuff. Mm. And it's like... It's all over Twitter. Yeah, it's all over Twitter. But it's... And Corbyn released a statement, a pretty well-comprehensive um, article in The Guardian, just saying, like, look, I know we've got some problems. This is what we're doing to address it. We did fuck up. Here's what we're doing. It was comprehensive. He, he's, like, mm. literally said all he can say. And people are still, like, he hasn't apologised yeah, for his yeah. past behaviour. He hasn't, he, hasn't, he hasn't taken complete control of the culture of the entire left of England <laughs> and Scotland and Wales and all that. Like, nah. 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 Uh-uh. Nah, nah. Nah, nah. <laughs> <laughs> well... That was fairly uninspiring, but we're going to get all fire under our bellies now. Because <laughs> I think we should talk about Nanette. Nanette. Uh, Mrs. Nanette. Mrs. Nanette. So. I've never, I've never heard of Hannah Gadsby before, had you? Hannah Badsby. Hannah Badsby. <laughs> I hadn't, and I wish, I wish so badly. She wishes that she was the Hannah the Great Gadsby. <laughs> <laughs> See, sure. I only showed up to this today because of this conversation. I don't know what to say about anti-Semitism because <laughs> it's great, but I think that <laughs> fucking this is what I've I've watched this. So I'll do. I guess I'll do. It. No, so the context, if you don't know. Already. Yeah, you may have seen it um, often referenced around like Twitter and online articles. Quote saying things like, We need to talk about Nanette. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's just shite pattern. Yeah, right shite pattern is. No, we don't. No, we don't. Well, need we do because well, okay. we're doing it. Yeah, but. well, we do. <laughs> um, and it's. I just kept seeing the word Nanette floating around. I assumed it was a kind of like a twee HBO series or something. Um, the name annoyed me. I didn't look into it. You often see that there's yeah. like a fat, like a a, a, a media thing yeah. happening, and I sometimes I just ignore it if it looks mm-hmm. annoying, which it did. Um, and I'd seen someone criticizing it for its like introspective anti-comedy comedy stance, and I was like, well, I'm definitely not. I don't care. Mm. And then I watched it because a friend of mine was like asked me if I'd heard of it and I was like no and the way that they described it was sort of like oh okay well I'll give it oh if it's if it's having this much of a cultural impact I love the culture I love the discourse gotta keep your finger on the pulse I've got to keep my finger on the pulse and I watched I watched it all mm. Hannah Gadsby is uh 40-something um, Australian comic from Tasmanian. Tasmanian. Tas- I think Tasmanian is... Part- is it part of Australia? I think it might oh, be. You know, I actually don't give a shit. Ooh, I, don't know. Um, I don't know, actually, and I do give a shit to our listener from there. 
Um, it's Tasmania, part of Australia. I just remember her saying, I rewatched part of Nanette and she was talking about. Okay, um, yeah, it's an island state of Australia. Okay, okay. that is what I thought. Because yeah. um, she says that in the show. She mentions that it's part of when she's talking about the gay rights stuff in Australia. She includes Tasmania as part of that. She's a, yeah, so she's a, a Australian comic. She, I've never heard of her before, loads of people haven't. She has been touring Nanette for about 18 months. She was at the Edinburgh Fringe with it last year. Um, I'm fairly, know a fair bit, I feel like I know names and stuff from comedy, mm. the comedy world, and I've never heard of her. Mm. Um, she released a special, and it's been met with, uh, widespread I mean there is widespread then there's widespread there is widespread and then there's the kind of widespread that is it starts to make you feel crazy I feel like I've been gaslit by the entire culture (laughs) because it's not just that it's got such critical acclaim it's been spoken of as if it's like groundbreaking yeah it's it's like seminal yeah like it's broken some kind of mold yeah Yeah. and that now um, we've reached a new point like that it's, it's, there's like a shift yeah. because of because these media psychos are so desperate for there for there to be like a cultural moment and yeah. that and that culture can have yeah. the place that we Has thought it, it is, had pre Trump yeah. and, and is that because is that because there's been a lot of discussions you know I guess like after Louis C.K. and yeah and with me too it's all, like yeah. how how it affected the comedy world yeah. People are just fucking clamouring for something. Virtuous comedy. Yeah. So, like, the show starts off fairly innocuously, i.e. not funny, but, like, kind of, she makes a few this jokes. This is the thing that really... This is, this is the, the crux yeah. of the, the whole thing that pissed me off is that it's just very unfunny. Yeah. <laughs> just, she starts off just, just doing maybe, like, 20 minutes of fairly normal, this is where I'm from, I'm mm. gay, blah, blah, blah. And, and then about 20 minutes in... Once. No, me neither. No. Not even a little bit. Mm. Um, I laughed incredulously <laughs> yes. at her like ridiculous, like addict, you know, whatever. But then she goes, then she switches halfway through, and the show turns into this kind of memoir TED talk about it's uh, slow slam the poetry. Yeah, which absolutely <laughs> very well described as slow slam poetry, where she starts this kind of very calculated. Um, very like careful rage at pinpointed at the art world, the history of art and comedy in general. And she does this very condescending, in my opinion, um, and poor description of a joke. A joke is a question and an answer. You set up tension with the question and then you puncture the tension with the answer. And apparently that's abuse. Um, <laughs> and that comedy, she goes on this very long prolonged sort of rant or discussion at the end about how comedy is something that she thought was liberating um, and how self-deprecating humour, it's not humility, it's humiliation. Humiliation, And how comedy doesn't, far from the kind of, um, the accepted stance that comedy changed, like, emancipates people from their personal trauma she says that it actually arrests you at the stage of trauma it freezes you in that moment of suffering well fuck my drag right yeah yeah (laughs) fuck my entire personality then um i've made a lot of progress nanette um (laughs) and and um 
that's her thesis. Her thesis is look at the uh, tropes of male art, male genius. Look what they gave us. What price do we have to pay for good comedy, good art? Van Gogh, Picasso, all these, yeah. these, these male geniuses were actually really disgusting people and we care more about the reputations of men than we do the suffering of our most marginalised people. And that she needs Thank to tell you for story. your GCSE <laughs> And she also is standing for Hillary, so fuck, fuck her. her. <laughs> um, the thing is, is like, that, you know when you, when you come across... So that's the summary really, of the show. You know when you come across really, really bad comedy that you just dislike so yeah. much and it and it's painful to watch I mean, and you cringe really hard at it? Mm. But I didn't cringe at this. I just thought show. it was fucking... Dull. I just couldn't like. I cringed at her dicta. dicta yeah, that, like that, her... that part. Oh, yeah, the beginning part. I was just like, what? It's... Her, yeah. her, her style, her like smug, like Ricky Gervais. Yeah, self she did this very her... like. This very con- well, it wasn't, it wasn't even so much contrived, but she would like make a point, be like, "Well, lesbians are sort of, uh, they're not treated very well, are they?" <laughs> and yeah. then she would just like, she'd be like, "Lesbians, yeah. or or should I say, second class citizens?" <laughs> <laughs> or she'd say something faux outrageous, yeah. and then do like a what like incredulous little yeah. self chuckle. Oh god, so um, angering. I honestly think like maybe some of this is like Australian comedy. <laughs> Because we've in like I don't actually think that, but there's a strand of comedy other, that I've seen one other Australian comic who was who's just quite funny and quite strange. Yeah, well, there's 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 a whole strand of comedy that still hasn't got over the office, and so yeah. they still go like oh, brilliant, like everything, yeah, yeah, yeah. and they do that kind of faux outrage look to the camera. Yeah. They pretend they they, they they put in their Tinder profile that they speak they're fluent in sarcasm. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, um, yeah. And she, this, so, oh, so, the, the thing with Lynette is, there's so many things I can talk about here, but, she, well, the thing that you can't argue with is that it's had an effect on people. Mm. It may be that it's reached its audience, and it will maybe get a backlash, that's the media cycle, but for now, I haven't seen something get this positive of a uh, critical Reaction, yeah. feedback mm. in terms of people's personal stories people say yes. that it broke them into a million pieces and put them back together again that they've never felt so represented by something that you know th- this is something important mm. and I think one of the things that's happening it's, like, it's not that I mean I, I suppose she's she's saying things that have never been so explicitly said in comedy before yeah but they've definitely been said in 2014 on Tumblr. Well, this is the so. fucking thing: is th- there's the point that nothing she's saying is is original, new, interesting, yeah. original. It's the phase you go through when you first go to university and you read a little bit of Foucault mm-hmm. and a little bit of Derrida, a little bit of postmodernism, and then you realise that the history of art, the canon, mm. is all old white guys, mm-hmm. and that we should throw the whole thing out, and that because it's not been re- very representative in the past, that it's completely worthless and our entire virtue politics and our entire consumption of art should be based around the ethics of Mm, mm, mm. how the art was made and who it was made by. I'm not saying that all of these great, apparently great artists were great and that their Mm. actions should be defended, but Mm. I think that the conversation is far more complicated than she makes it. Mm. And I think that, that she's... The problem with her 
special isn't that comedy hasn't fixed her. She's not funny. She's not yeah. good at comedy. <laughs> yeah, she's really the problem. Not. You cannot rail so with such like self righteous, yeah. like pseudo anger mm. at an industry that you don't really understand no. or that an art form that you haven't mastered and you don't do very well no. and you also completely misread both trauma and comedy if you think tra- comedy yeah. just fixes trauma yeah, yeah, yeah. because what she says has the kind of like initial depth of mm. a tumblr quote yeah, or, yeah, yeah. or like a or like a faux deep tweet mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. any sort of reflection on what she says she has a slight flouncy way with language and any close inspection of what she says makes no sense. It doesn't make sense from a psychological point of view. That mm. isn't how trauma operates at all. Mm. And it doesn't make sense from a comedic perspective because the mm. point of comedy isn't to dick swing and um, intimidate already marginalised people. Although, obviously, so much comedy does that because that's the culture that we live in. Yeah. But the point of comedy is good comedy is to take you to a scary place and shine a light there a little bit or at yeah, least just yeah. make you fucking laugh yeah yeah because yeah. she's also falling into this really irritating often like liberal pattern of assuming that comedy is that the comedians the philosophers are a of our age and you know like bill hicks and george carlin lucy ck before whatever um these are these are like the, the only people speaking truth we don't have philosophers anymore, we have comedians. Mm. Which is really, really self-righteous. And the other... Because th- the other thing that she... Or the pitfall that I think she has is this obsession that entertainers have with putting the election of Donald Trump like sol- solely at the feet of their industry. It's so egotistical because... They, in all of these kind of like self-righteous rants about like the pussy grabber in the White House or the Cheeto in chief, they never once acknowledge the material circumstances that got Trump elected because Trump didn't get elected because of late night hosts or like not diverse Spotify playlists <laughs> and or because uh, like... That because you know uh, there wasn't like enough Broad City being screened <laughs> on the TV or because of Bernie Bros he got elected because of very real long term economic policies that the Clintons helped impose in the 80s and if you like I'm not saying everybody needs to have an extreme understanding of political reality but Nanette takes this identity politics thinking this this like cultural worldview this this like very egotistical view of the media and the culture and again specifically uses it to blame blames uses it to justify or explain the uh, the election of Donald Trump and the just, loss of Hillary Clinton it's just lazy it's just like all of it's, it's lazy so just, and it's, it's said just, with yeah. such gravitas yeah 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 like it's new and the exciting the fucking slow zoom as well yeah like, when she's she was like, doing her oh, I need to tell my story yeah she kept saying that Trumpily. that's the slam poetry bit yeah but it was just like every poignant part that, that they're doing the slow zoom in the camera, it was just that was pissing me off because it's like, oh, you don't need camera guy, you don't need to make me <laughs> aware that this is a moving moment. Yeah, I know. Fucking tell. I know, and like this is where the 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 point that a few people have made is like, there's not a stand up special. 
Yeah. It's and a one-woman show. Yeah, and maybe She was like, why... well, you never hear the phrase one-man show. You only hear one-woman show. It's sexist. I always hear the phrase one-man show. I thought it was the phrase one-man show was the phrase. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but she was like, if I called it a one-woman show, people wouldn't take it seriously. But it's like, you can't spend the entire show criticising the nature of stand-up comedy and then use the same power that that term yeah, has to yeah, sell yeah. your special. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That doesn't make any sense. That's like this isn't the first. This isn't the first time in 20 years that England hasn't got to the World Cup semi-final it was only <laughs> it was actually three years ago in the ladies world cup <laughs> um, it's just um it's bad it's bad yeah. it's it's frustrating because i think what it speaks to is i uh, hopefully what i worry about with the culture where it's going is that all art now is going to have to have this extremely moral mm. blandly moral bent to it yeah it's gonna have yeah uh, no offense using the word bent <laughs> mean that she's gay queer sorry um but but this is the thing it's like we you be like i think that people don't want to criticize it because of its emotional impact yeah. on we're calling something that isn't stand up comedy stand up comedy mm-hmm. and it's taking over things that actually are stand up comedy because it has this kind of very bland bbc yeah. headline morality yeah, yeah, to yeah. it it's, it's just saying obvious things that yeah. are true i don't yeah, disagree yeah, with yeah. anything she says exactly. either exactly it's just not funny it's just not funny and it's not it's not um particularly i'm also way too old to be yeah like it's frustrating because I understand her and probably a lot of people think that it is very important in terms of representation. <laughs> Obviously that's a thing, but it's just yeah. it's just I I there are so many other like queer comics that I prefer. Yeah, watch Tignataro. Yeah, Tignataro who like actually like bases a lot of her like there she's got quite a lot of stuff about her being yeah. gay and she get she gay and that's that's what you can you can <laughs> you can include that in your comedy and be funny of course you fucking it's can and you like, should and you, but... you know people you know there's a lot of black comedians who talk about race uh, yeah. you know quite meaningfully and it's just, it. yeah it's just like you can't just regurgitate your live journal no <laughs> you, you fucking can't you, and you can't, and you can't espouse... call it comedy yeah you can't espouse basic basic ethical <laughs> principles basic. and expect the you same basic basic bitch. Basic bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and the Gatsby. Um, and the Gatsby. <laughs> you can't like. I honestly like. It honestly sickens me when <laughs> when art is has has a really of I but I the post Trump you know people are like Trump's gonna be great for comedy Trump has been so bad, bad for comedy because everybody is tackling him from the angle of haha he's a big baby haha look at this mean man in the White House let's do absolutely no self crit <laughs> no no like let's not look deeply into the world let's not analyze what happened at all let's just commiserate with let's continue to mock and deride trump and the people who voted for him and make ourselves feel better because Mm. the only reason donald trump is in the white house is because like he can't handle our like scintillating naughty jokes yeah 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 that the world is lacking in like decency and togetherness. He's and Voldemort, love. and we can destroy his Horcrux. Yeah, <laughs> like all of that analysis can suck my dick. She absolutely would use a Voldemort analysis. Oh of yeah, Trump. totally. And her and Camille Nanjiani. Yeah, and it's kind of fine. Obviously, it's fine to be moved by mm. Nanette. Mm. If you are moved by it, that's fine. 
But I hate her mm. for pandering to an audience that is starved of good content and giving them this like moralizing self-righteous smug anti-comedy comedy is is the shit that you can watch just uh, uh, people would go to watch live just so that they can hear that and go yeah 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 that's it self-care bullshit (laughs) it's not it's not art and i don't think no and you can't really have an interesting conversation about art anymore because art's now on the like liberal left anyway it's like synonymous with like misogynistic Mm. Weinstein culture Mm, mm, mm. and you can't really have the conversation of like do we expect art to be um, ethical always Mm, now mm, mm. like I know that's like a a conversation it's a question no one can really answer I know that I don't have a full answer for that question but I do know that Nanette better not be the fucking answer to post me too because it's being mm. hailed as like the oh, post God, yeah. the post me too Blah. generations comedy mm, it's and mm. um, uh, i think there's a tweet tweet thread by jake flores who's like an american comedian who was like nanette is the logical endpoint of a whole generation of new comics who are introspective twee narrative based anti-comedy meta mm-hmm. deconstructing comedy um this is the end point of that kind of navel gazing. Yeah, yeah, kind yeah. Kind of. You can still be meta and, de- and deconstructive yeah. and, and su- subversive. Lee. Yeah. Yeah. And funny. Yeah. Or Maria Bamford or Bo yeah. Burnham. Yeah. Bo Maria Burnham. Bamford. Maria fucking Bamford or like Bo Burnham mm. deconstructs like the the hollowness of performance, the 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 sh- the shadows and what's that expression? The sh- the shadow play. I don't know. You know the smoke and mirrors. Sounds kinky. The smoke and mirrors of performance <laughs> yeah. and the the vacuity of that like celebrity yeah. BDSM shit. That does. Um, and like the the hollowness of celebrity mm-hmm. and the the like callow acquisitiveness of a lot of like media culture and is still funny mm-hmm. and still interesting. Mm-hmm. I mean, you don't have to think he's funny, but. I think but ultimately... At least you can see that he's doing something original. Yeah, and he... His whole thing is, like, pointing out the... Showing you how the, how it works, how this comedy thing works, and then making you laugh anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, Steve Martin did that too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you, people have been pointing to... Breaking the fourth wall about yeah. it for a long, long yeah, time. Yeah. And I think... I mean, I think the thing is, like, if, you, if you're, like, a fan of comedy, like, if you, like... Consume. Yeah, yeah. You usually don't like sincerity mm. without a joke mm, on it. Yeah, and, her and she whole, kind of she tried to at least. She tried to make that. Point, yeah, yeah, she tried to like end it on a on a light thing. Mm. The thing is that you could see it. I could see her acting. Yes, that's what it's was so frustrating. Performative. Yeah, I could so see it like like you know she wouldn't start crying, but she would get to the yeah. point where you, and you could tell that it was forcing. Yeah, 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 just like you know my voice is starting to tremble. Yeah, my voice is. Yeah, 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 horrible. Honestly, like the most. In like, I cannot. St- I would rather watch like someone like trying to do a ballad on the Tosh X Factor or something. Yeah, <laughs> trying to do like, like oh, I'm seriously emoting here. Because there's yeah. an element here of the internet and a lot of modern culture being profiting from and making a lot of its money off the back of female pain mm-hmm. and from like these kind of predatory um, on websites that will like email women in the media and, and ask them for like, can you, we'll give mm-hmm. you $40 if you tell us about how when you were raped. Mm-hmm. These like salacious stories about about 
specifically female suffering, mm. we're all pilfering our trauma and selling it back to the internet in order to get some exposure or something. Mm-hmm. I really feel like that's what she's doing. Yeah. The whole time she's saying she's not doing it, but she she is. She's and ex- then she says she's quitting comedy and then she's like, actually, actually not. And that's <laughs> the fucking nail in the coffin is I could respect her <laughs> yeah, a little, a little bit. bit if she actually quit comedy yeah. because the thesis of the show is that she's quitting comedy. Yeah. She announces it's halfway through, she's it's like... It's a swan song. Yeah. yeah. Is she sick of it? She's over I would actually respect her mm. a little bit <laughs> if she did this big, what one article called it, like a mic drop. Mm. If if they called it a mic drop, and she mic dropped, and she never came back. <laughs> she and fucked she, off. She, yeah, she fucked off forever. Fucked off back to Australia. She did what she said she was going to do. <laughs> And then she's a woman of her word. Yeah, and it, she's got a fucking load of attention, and now she's like, well, well actually, I can't quit comedy. She's like, I'd either be an idiot or a hypocrite. If I did, if I did quit, I'd be an idiot, be and hip- if I didn't quit, oh, right, right. I'd be a hypocrite. And she's like, I'd rather be a well, hypocrite. Why than don't an idiot. you just be? Well, you're already both. an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> you're just both. And she's like, so not as smart as she thinks she is. Yeah. I'm sorry. Like, I, she referred to herself as a genius in an interview, and she was talking about how if Louis C.K. said, um. If Louis C.K. said to her, uh, she said the difference between her and like Louis C.K. is if Louis C.K. says like I'm an asshole, everyone goes no, you're not, you're a genius. And when she says she's an asshole, everyone goes yeah, you are. And it's like you because you just, are, yeah, because you are a fucking idiot. Because she's an idiot and an asshole and an asshole. She's like, you would be like yeah, you are because. Because you are. You're, you're like don't seem like a very nice person. She seems like someone who'd be like get out of my room. Like some yeah yeah we all know those people we know those people you know be like super self indulgent people mm-hmm. like whatever I don't even have I have I'm very aware that it's we'll just, just it's just I, I think I think our levels of frustration are just uh, just um, increased by the response and yeah. the fact that it's been so like overwhelmingly yeah. like talking not just about it in positive terms but talking about it as if it is this complete um seismic uh piece of work uh-huh. that's going to blow everything out of the water mm-hmm. that's what's frustrating yeah. about it because oh, it, yeah. is, it is i think it is peak mm-hmm. white mediocrity oh is what absolutely it is. it's just like Mm-hmm. The the most mediocre yeah. thing that I have seen yeah. in a long time. Stand up comedy is now saying someone saying something you agree with, mm-hmm. um, and you going yeah, yeah, it's true, <laughs> yeah. and, going, and then not laughing. Yeah, I mean the, the only reason we're talking about this, the only reason I'm so like fucking mm. infuriated by it, isn't because of her. Although I do mm. find like how you just have to like the sound of someone's voice if you're gonna get into a mm-hmm. band. I find her voice, her <laughs> affect, mm, yeah, her, mannerisms, her, everything. Yeah. yeah, I find it very, very irritating. Yeah. very smug, mm. and I don't like comedians who are like oh, whatever. Like I just do it all like this. <laughs> like yeah. you say, like it's really obvious. And uh, <laughs> yeah, whatever. that whole thing, I fucking hate. We should have left so that in the nineties. Yeah. This like it was it's what well, um I don't like that but it is it, it isn't actually if you there are so many shit comedy specials we don't pay attention to mm. but what I am more concerned with is the meet the response yeah, it is yeah, what yeah. you just said it's yeah. the it's the fact what it's being hailed as yeah. what like every like and I think it might be like a media thing too I think. Mm. I think they're going, look at this, this is the future of comedy, and people are going, okay, it is. Mm. And I do know of, of 
And a few people who aren't in the media anyway who are mm. like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, yeah, who like yeah. couldn't get through it. My friend yeah. who happens to be gay, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> she and her mum tried to watch it and like couldn't get through the first 15 minutes. Like, I hope that it's one of those like media down things where the people yeah. who work in the media are fucking insane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they are completely detached from reality. Yeah. They don't know anything about what really goes on in mm. the world. And they're paid to write these think pieces mm. and stuff about about the culture. They've got no fucking idea what people really care about. Mm. I think it's those people who think it's revolutionary. Hope, yeah. These like fucking these Clinton mm. dickheads mm. who don't live in the real world. Mm. I think it's those people who think it's revolutionary. And that all so. art is cancelled or whatever. Um, but it's that, it's that. Because I was just reading article after article after article about how everything was, and it drove me insane. <laughs> I got insane. I just went insane. <laughs> about three days ago, just, it just something happened. I just read too many. I was looking, I was looking for this show. I was looking, I was looking up negative you stuff. You sound like you could cry. <laughs> Your voice is breaking like the net. <laughs> and I just, I have to tell my story <laughs> about properly. reading these articles properly. Um, that whole gotcha thing she does at the end where yeah. she actually gets beaten up. And she's like, see, I didn't tell you that because comedy. No, if you were a real comedian, oh, the joke would... There was a bit attention. where there's a bit at the start yeah. where she, she gets harassed at a bus stop and then makes a joke, and then later when she's making her big grand shit point about comedy, she says, um, "See the thing at the end. At the end, this is a spoiler, but um, that story about the bus stop. That mm. guy actually came back, and that guy beat me up, and I should have gone to hospital, but I didn't. And that's what happens when you soak one child in shame and you give mm. the another permission to hate. Again, nothing wrong with the sentiment. Horrible, she got beaten up." But the f- it's not comedy's fault no, no. that she isn't over that yet because yeah. that's a horrible thing to happen. And if she thinks comedy is going to help her, that it's not. She needs to go to therapist. But also, a good comedian, the joke would be in the worst thing that happened. Yeah, like she says that comedy involves all these elisions and all of these necessary. Uh, uh, deliberately in not involve details in order for it to work. Mm. Like you can't tell the full truth. But the best stand up comedy yeah, is the full yeah, truth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like the very worst stuff yeah. brought forward onto the stage and then you shine a light on it and you see what's there. You don't lie and make yeah, the audience no. feel comfortable. Like yeah, yeah. I would say that it doesn't make sense to me that the joke, because the joke about the initial joke about the bus stop also isn't funny. No, 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 yeah. <laughs> And there's a point at the end where she's like, because I'm good at what I do. Oh, yeah. I'm good at... And I was like, no, no you're you not. Like, you're not funny. Like, you might be other things. You might be, like, a shitty motivational speaker, but you ain't funny. Yeah. She should just stick to TED Talks. Yeah. So, but I don't... Have, like, it is just everyone losing their shit about yeah. it. And I was trying to read about... I was trying to find any piece anywhere, any that little blog that critical, was critical. Yeah. And I typed in, like, Nanette criticism, Nanette negative criticism, <laughs> backs, like, all these things, and it was still, Nanette like... shit. Yeah, yeah, anything. <laughs> and there's a couple comedians tweeting about it, a couple whatever, but every single article was, like, was, like, why... It was, like, Nanette negative criticism. Why Nanette is the best about stand-up special of the 90s. Why Nanette will change your life. We need to talk about Nanette. Uh, is she paying Google? <laughs> See, it feels what like it. What is it's, happening? It's honestly like one of those things where you just think, am I, is this some kind of, there's like some collective hallucination that I'm not in I on know. or like, yeah. am I 
Am I watching a different show here? Yeah. Do I, I need to watch... I tried to watch it. I tried to watch it again. again. <laughs> because I really thought I was going insane. I've lost my mind. <laughs> that... Uh, someone tweeted me, like, I saw the fireless minds of my generation destroyed by Nanette. <laughs> and that's me. Not that I'm the finest man of my generation, because I'm not, but... Whatever. I don't know how long we've Nanette certainly has contributed to it. To your <sighs> mental me. breakdown. She was the last straw for me. I'm gone. <laughs> um, that's probably enough talking. Yeah, um, I guess that's all I'll covered, you at it? the end there. That's no, all right. I think I just, you've got justified rage, <laughs> love. You've got, it's all right. It's an outlet. You let it out. Uh, we're gonna. I was just, I was quite distracted watching it because it was just, it failed to fucking grab my attention yeah it just it just i was kind of just on my phone because it was just yeah yeah it's it's impossible to fucking i watched the first 15 minutes and i was like guys watch this this is like the worst thing ever (laughs) yeah and then i just sort of wanted to finish it because i do like to know what i hate yeah Uh, and then i want to know why because then Mm. people are like did you finish it and i'm like yeah i did twice (laughs) um but in the middle there's a whole middle section before that ran about hillary yeah at the end not about hillary but she mentioned trump and hillary the, the end where I was doing other stuff too yeah. and then it's she started yelling and I was like what the fuck is and then I watched it again transhorrified yeah. the last 15 minutes like what the fuck <laughs> this is I was honestly like messaging um, whoever just like I was like I'm going insane this woman I don't understand because I was also concurrently reading all the articles right, as well because yeah, yeah, yeah. they made me watch it in the first place <sighs> right we should go because uh, I'll just lose my entire yes. mind if I keep talking about it. And we've got another we've got another show to record, but it's about something we like. Yeah, positivity. Positivity. That's what the show's end, about. Positivity. End on a positive note. <laughs> yes, we will. We will. I mean, k- kudos to Hannah Gasby. Make that money, Queen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, I hope. I'm glad. I'm glad people found it edifying. They did find it edifying. I just find post-Trump entertainers to be almost all comedy to just be unwatchable anymore because it's like well it couldn't be much worse than what's happening in america right now <laughs> right guys and everyone gets woo and it's just pandering nonsense. yeah um so have a good life mm. This will probably be the end of the podcast. Watch, I mean, watch the net if you want to fucking. Yeah, watch the net. Tell if us you, if we're wrong. If you need to have a nap, then mm. um, put a that nap on. Net. Nap net. Then <laughs> put that on, and that will surely help you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, holler at us if we're wrong. I don't know. You probably don't need to watch it all. I would actually more than the first bit. I'd watch the kind of big ranty bit, you know, yeah. in the last section. Um, holler at us. Holler at us. I don't. I'm not expecting anyone to agree with me. I don't. I hope you do. I know two people who do. That's all I need. <laughs> um, yeah. I'll just uh, continue. I already know I've gone insane because I watched read too much stuff about how amazing it is. So if people disagree, then that's fine too. Because <laughs> I just live alone now. Yeah. Yeah. This is my life now. And um, um, we should probably mention that we are on Twitter. Three in the, at pink, three in the pod. pink pod. That's three the number in the pink pod. We are on Instagram. Three in the pink, that's the word. Sorry to confuse you. <laughs> we are on Facebook, three in the pink, the word. Mm-hmm. And three in the pink podcast at gmail.com. Send us an email. Send us a fucking email, um, dude. Put, uh, Attach your CV. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, uh, if, you, if you like us, 
you like the show, remember to rate and review us on iTunes. It's very important that you write a review as well. Yeah, that, give us a review. That, that, that gives us that helps us with the, in terms of the in the, the algorithms. It will make it. Uh, it will boost uh, exposure to yes. people who haven't listened to it. And and if you do enjoy the show, please tell your friends. Tell you because friends. we rely a lot on word of mouth uh, yeah. to get to to, to 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 for which to uh, increase our our, our 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 listener base. Yes. So please do tell your friends. Tell your friends. Tell your family. Tell your mama. Tell your wife. Tell tell your kids. Tell your mama wife. Tell your you ma. That's tell. A, Italian American yeah. for your mistress. Uh, like, tell, tell your guma, but don't tell your wife you told you guma. Oh. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> and um, uh, that's it. Yeah, and you know, Word of mouth is a funny expression, isn't it? Word yeah. of mouth. Of mouth, yeah. Ooh. Foot and mouth disease. <laughs> Word of mouth Send disease. Send us a letter if you want. Yeah. Um, um, just throw it in us, just write a letter to us and then us just throw telegram. it in the cloud because we don't give a shit yeah put it put send us a message in a bottle or um, you can do flush it down the toilet because we don't give a shit you can do um, that thing that Simba us... did in the Lion King where he just kind of flumps forward and then all this dust goes in the air and then Rafiki finds it and he's like he's alive <laughs> in a ball and, uh, and, and and moves it around <laughs> and he goes he's alive uh, we are alive so we are alive unfortunately yeah. but not for long no. um, but not yeah. for long because we'll keep watching the net until <laughs> um, have a nice day bye bye love you I don't <laughs> <laughs>